Lady from Day is an original novel adapted for radio. Lady from Day is written and produced by April Smith. Previously on Lady from Day. Leah talks to King Birchall about the mission in the Grand Hall. Book 1. In the Halls of the King. Chapter 5. Questions. As I spoke to Siegfried after my return from the king and after changing, I noticed that he looked a bit surprised. I could tell because his eyes got wide. Of course, that could be due to my recently lavished appearance. Dashiell is truly privileged to have such a loving father. I was so afraid to talk to him, since he was the king. He knew how I really felt, and I think he knew that I didn't really have a plan. He knew? I mean, yes, he is king and all, and is supposed to know everything to some sort of extent. Nevertheless, to not care and still entrust you with a mission such as this seems just a little weird. How did he know about it all? I don't know. But what he said hit the spot. It was spectacular. He said that if I made his daughter believe that she could be cured, then I can find a way. I don't know if there is more he meant to be read into, but he knew what I needed to hear. That, and when I asked if he wanted to know what my plans were, he said that it wasn't important, because he knew I could help her anyway. You know, this place isn't what I expected it to be. With a kingdom of starving people, they don't seem very angry. They are just sad. They are very kind, too. The princess and the king most of all. To be perfectly honest, I really haven't met either of them, save for that brief presentation at dinner time. They seem... what's the word? Reserved. Very reserved. Isn't there a prince, too? Where's the queen? Sig liked to ask questions ever since he was old enough to talk. Now, he seemed to enjoy again bombarding me with them. I decided there was no use in keeping anything from him, because I knew he would keep nagging for the answer. So I gave in. Yes, there is a prince, and he's in Kyrie, being a good negotiator. King Birchall sent him off there. His name is Rowan, I think. I don't know much about the Queen, but I think she died. She obviously isn't here in the castle, and I haven't heard anyone talk about her. If you're so curious, Sig, why don't you ask the princess yourself? Lee, that's a great idea! I think I'll do that. Besides, I don't believe you saying the princess is nice. No princess is nice. They're all stuck up. Well, at least the ones that I haven't met yet. At my suggestion, Siegfried left to go find the princess. I can't believe he didn't ask where the princess's room was. About ten minutes later, he came back to my room. <laughs> um, Lee, uh, where is her room? I think I've looked just about everywhere for it. Well... All except the dungeons, of course, but what king would leave his daughter there? Siegfried, you silly goose. Why didn't you ask me before you left? Because, um, I was too... Uh, I was too excited to ask. Excited to meet a stuck-up princess, huh? Oh dear, well, it's up the stairs and it's the third door on the right. And Sig, please, for heaven's sake, knock. Yes, milady. Oh, and I want some clothes like that, too. Yes, better this than that elegant dress I was given. Go run off now, or you will never meet her. He nodded and left. 
I was left alone to consider the next course of action for my party and myself. That night, I returned to the great hall for the evening meal. After I sat down, Siegfried started to ramble on about his meeting with the princess. Apparently, everything began on her fifth birthday. An aging fairy came by, and she blessed her, while Dashiell called it cursed, and she said that the girl was to eat and never gain an ounce. Unfortunately, it wasn't until after the fairy left, and unfortunately died on the way back to her home. A passing dragon thought she was a dragonfly and ate her out of the air. That Dashiell noticed a change. When she came down for supper that night, she was starving. Her father was quite pleased, because before this the princess would only eat enough portions for a mouse. She couldn't stop eating, though. After the desserts were finished, her stomach still growled. Dashiell didn't know what was wrong with herself. When she told her father, the king, that she was still hungry, they kept giving her more and more food. The hunger pains went away for that night. When the princess awoke the next morning, she was starving again. The same happened as before. She kept eating and eating, but was never full. Then, once her growling stopped, the princess had an hour of peace until it happened again. Then, after she finished eating, the girl had to relieve herself. She cried so much, and since she was so young, she didn't know how to deal with all that was happening to her. Dashiell's mother, Daylat, felt so sorry for her daughter. Pleas were made out for all the leading mages to come to the castle and try to help the girl. Unfortunately, no help was made. The questioning mages befriended Dashiell and tried to assist her and find a reverse spell. In the end, they all left hungry. Five years ago, Queen Daylat gave up on the mages. She decided to go by herself and find the cure for her daughter. She hasn't returned since. Last year, Birchall proclaimed her death to give finality to himself and his people. The strange thing is, there was no body. Dashiell still thinks she's alive. As well as her brother, her father doesn't think so. Well, now that I think of it, he might. I think perhaps he just doesn't want to put any more blind hopes or thought of her being alive, because if they ever did find a body, he would be heartbroken. He might have looked for her if he didn't have matters of state to attend to, and the fact that he couldn't send out anyone, because who would go searching with rations of just mushrooms? Her mother just never returned. Well, exactly. She hasn't been seen since she left. Dashiell misses her mother terribly. It, it's so evident. No one is there for her, and she just wells all of that sadness inside herself. It's no wonder that she shuts herself up in that room of hers, except for meals that she's expected to attend. I don't blame her. You can excuse her father for not being there for her. I mean, he is king and all. The poor girl needs a real friend that she can turn to. Well. Of course, the friend can't really relate to her condition, but it would help Dashiell just to talk to someone. She isn't a snot either. I kind of like her. I wonder where her mother is. She couldn't have just vanished. No one does that. Well, all for the mages, of course, but she's not a mage. I think she's still alive. They haven't found her body or anything, and no country has asked for a ransom. Though I'm not sure the Gorlags would be trusted to even get that far. If she died in their care, I doubt they would even give her a decent burial. I think we should try to find her. It would be good as a challenge for us. And can you image the status we would have? We'd be famous. Well, of course, I want to find her too, and I think we, 
the men and I, along with you, can all bring her back to the king. Well, we can't stay here forever, then. We must depart and try to find the cure and her mother if we can. Who says we can't do both at the same time? Yeah, you're right. Um, where are we going first? I mean, what country? Or are we just going to be, um, staying in Faerus, uh, searching? We are just going out. Leah is played by Sophie Navu. Siegfried is played by Jaunty Hat. For other casts and credits, please visit www.ladyfromday.com. That's www.ladyfromday.com. Join us next time for the continuing story of Lady From Day.